Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. I flew out to Los Angeles after yesterday's show, Tony. What'd you do last night? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I just stayed in. I watched the Bulls, the Blackhawks, and Northwestern lose. Bad night for the Windy City, I thought. Yeah, tough night. That should have put you in the mood for, like, watching D.C. sports. Although the Caps... Yeah. Caps Everybody here stinks, awful. too. Oh, you're right. Washington like, football. Like, we share that. Wizards. Everybody in your city stinks. Everybody in my city stinks. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's why this show works. Tough Welcome time. to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the NFL finds David Tepper. The Ravens will sit Lamar Jackson. And Connor Stallions reportedly attends... Michigan's Rose Bowl win, but we begin today with Oklahoma City beating the Celtics last night in Oklahoma City, a game I believe you had wrong, Mike, because you like the veterans. Missed it. The Thunder were up 18 points with 8.25 left in the game, and Boston closed within two with 41 seconds to play. Oklahoma City has now won eight of its last nine, and Boston had won six in a row. So these are heavyweights. Wilbon, was this win a big deal, a little deal, or no deal for Oklahoma City? Tony, I think it was a fairly big deal. Um, for a regular season game. The loss was no deal to the Celtics. The Celtics' primary players, you know, have, you know, Tatum and Brown, they've been in the conference finals at least, you know, four years together. They, they know how to play big boy basketball right through the spring, even though they haven't won a championship yet. Oklahoma City doesn't know that. Tony, their guys are like 20 and 21 years old. And, yes, yeah. Shea Gilgis-Alexander who I have right there even with Joel Embiid and Anthony Edwards for MVP right now on the top line. He's a great player. But Josh Giddy's a young guy. Uh, 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 Holmgren is a, a rookie. Okay, a second year, a redshirt rookie, if you will. But people don't even yeah. know the Oklahoma City players like Jalen Williams and Lou Dort, some people who might be slightly familiar with. Tony, they're loaded. They're loaded with great players, Role players, they've got depth, they've got it all. But but young teams have a, they usually get their hearts broken. And so if you can beat as they have beaten Boston, Denver twice, the Clippers in Minnesota in that eight win stretch you're talking about, that's a big deal as Oklahoma City tries to build towards something. Yeah, it's so great to get you handicapping the MVP race already on like January third. Yeah, I'm really thrilled 24. with that. It's only eight more months. So until the end of that, um, okay, so Oklahoma City was playing at home and they are expected to win. So that diminishes it just a little bit. But this is Boston they beat with the best record in the NBA. This is Boston with 150 banners hanging in their gym. And Oklahoma City doesn't have any banners. This is the only time they only play each other twice because they're in different conferences. So if you're Oklahoma City and you think you've got a squad, which Oklahoma does think. And if you're Oklahoma City and you don't think you're getting the commensurate respect because maybe you haven't won anything before, which I'm sure they think as well, then if you beat Boston, Mike, that's a big deal. Because the only other time you can play Boston at home is in the NBA Finals, right? Mike, everybody played. Nobody sat out. 
No That's load right. management. All those That's people right. you mentioned no load all in the game. It was not the second day of a back-to-back. There were no, no. external factors. And Oklahoma City beat them. So in the regular season, and I don't usually it's say this, it's in good. the regular season, that is a big deal. It is. It is, Tom. By the way, the season is going to be half over next week. Teams have played like 35 games. A few teams have played at least 35 games already. 41 gets you to the halfway 72. point. Let's move to the National Football League. Yesterday, both you and I, Tony, argued the NFL should suspend Panthers owner David Tepper for throwing a beverage toward Jaguars fans. Last night, the NFL announced that it instead fined Tepper 300 grand. Tepper released a statement saying he regrets his behavior and accepts the discipline. Tony, is this punishment too much, too little, or just right? Well, like I said yesterday, I believe that he should be suspended. I don't know what a fine means to him. I don't know what $300,000 means to a guy who's got $20 billion. He can just get his personal assistant to write a check and move on. I mean, to me, I understand it's a greater fine than Bud Adams got about 15 years ago when he double-birded the fans. So I guess the NFL can say we slammed this guy. But, Mike, to me, money is not slamming somebody. Taking away their, your right to go to the game That, to me, is slamming somebody. This guy threw a drink at somebody. It wasn't even his own stadium. He was a guest in somebody else's stadium. This is really rude behavior. If this was your child, you would give him a timeout. Roger Goodell should have given Tepper a timeout. Instead, he just said, you're one of our good old boys. You can do whatever you want. That's what this amounts to. This is the arrogance of the NFL. Leagues throw fans out of stadiums forever, put their faces up and say you're banned for throwing a beverage on somebody, particularly if it was a player or God knows an owner. But the league, Tony, I would say the league ought to be embarrassed, but the league's never embarrassed. You don't have to be embarrassed. When you are the 9,000-pound gorilla when it comes to sports and entertainment in the country you operate, which the NFL is, the NFL just says we can do whatever we want. And the arrogance of that, Even Tepper's statement, in which he did say he regretted his behavior, but he went on to say, I regret that I didn't leave this to NFL security. What? What? We get on players all the time about the lack of a real apology. He did not specifically apologize. He did not specifically apologize. He should have specifically apologized. He seems to be a very impulsive person, and as we have gone through, his team stinks since he's owned it. I think what – I have the numbers somewhere – 31 and 67. He's fired three coaches in midseason within a five-year span. He traded away McCaffrey. He traded away DJ Moore. They're having great years. He appears to actually know nothing about football. So at least behave well. At least behave well. And the league is scared. The league is scared to do the right thing. The I don't league know ought scared. to be embarrassed, but won't be. Yes. I don't know they're scared. I think they think it's just. I don't. The Baltimore Ravens have already clinched the top seed in the AFC. They will get a bye in the first week of the playoffs. This Saturday, they host the Steelers, and the Ravens have nothing to play for. The last time the Ravens were the number one seed was 2019, and they rested their starters. Then they went out in the first playoff game they played. And despite that history, John Harbaugh announced today that Lamar Jackson will not play against Pittsburgh. Wilbon, is that the right call? Tony, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, the question is, which is riskier, navigating a two-week bye or the possibility of injury? And we've seen Lamar Jackson 
miss games in December, and then the team not even really get to January for real because you don't have Lamar Jackson. He's your MVP, and God knows he's the MVP times five of your own team, and you have to have yeah. him. So, yep. And you're playing the Steelers, Tony, which compounds things. I mean, the Steelers and Ravens hate each other. It's one of the cool rivalries in the NFL, yep. and they're going to go after yep. you. And by the way, that's what they should do. That's what football used yeah. to be. And Jim Harbaugh, I'm sorry, his brother knows that. And you got to say, all right, a two-week bye is not ideal, but we prefer that to you getting busted up. So I think it's the right move. I hope he went over it with them. I hope he called Lamar in and said, yeah. look, I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking, let's not play you. Yeah, they have to have him. They are four and nine overall without Lamar Jackson. So they have to have him healthy. It's not just two weeks, though, Mike. It's almost the span between games will be almost three full weeks. And at that point, you wonder, does rust in fact set in? So it becomes a dicey call. There are other reasons it becomes a dicey call to me. And they they involve the integrity of the game. I mean, Pittsburgh is still alive for the playoffs. If you think Baltimore is diminished without Lamar Jackson, and I know we both think that they are diminished without Lamar Jackson, and that enables Pittsburgh to win by a convoluted formula, Pittsburgh getting in or winning this game could knock out Buffalo. Now, maybe Baltimore wants that, but if Buffalo loses and Jacksonville loses loses and Pittsburgh wins, then Buffalo is somehow out. So there's a lot of ramifications to this. I think it's a dicey call. The NFL has always allowed you. This is the one area where they're allowed load management. In the last game of the season, if you have nothing to play for, they've never really complained about this. I think it's a tough call. I think you have to protect Lamar Jackson. By the same token, you know, what about the playoffs? They are not quite set. There's a lot of stuff working here. Let's take a break. Coming up after the controversy in the Lions-Cowboys game, the NFL sends teams a video about eligible receivers. What's the word for that? And how should Michigan feel about Connor Stallions reportedly attending its playoff game? Who recognizes Connor Stallions? Seriously. If you live outside of Big Blue Nation, how the hell would you know who Connor Stallions is in a football Yeah, but everybody stadium? from Big Blue Nation was at the Rose Bowl, Mike. That's well, his crowd. Had a few people. They had a few people there. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. 
And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Time to turn you on with Lexicon. What's the word? What's first? It's blank that the NFL sent a video to teams that reinforces the eligible receiver rule. It's responsible. This rule cost the Lions a win over the Cowboys last week. They made a two-point conversion to win the game. And then they, they said, no, it's no good because your eligible receiver did not report. So the NFL, they can't have ambiguity on this rule, Mike. The NFL has to send out a video or something to make sure that in the future, this kind of thing doesn't happen. Look what had happened as a result. Now the Cowboys are in position to win their division. That's wrong. They lost that game. The Lions yeah. won that game. You sat here the other day. You said that was the most compelling game of the entire weekend. And so I think they have to do this. Tony, you know, see, it wasn't the rule to me that was the problem. It was, it was the Lions' attempt to confuse the Cowboys, which also confused the officials. I mean, it, look, you've had people reporting, usually tackles, big guys, Refrigerator Perry, reporting yeah. eligible on the goal line so they can be eligible to have a pass thrown to them in a situation otherwise it wouldn't exist. Okay, I get it. But, Tony, in 100 years, we've never seen this be an issue. Therefore, it's overreactive that the NFL sent out eligible receiver video. It's overreactive. I mean, if you need to pick up, just call Detroit and say, guess what? You guys, you beat the Cowboys. You really did. But you were trying yes. to pull a fast one, and you pulled a fast one ultimately on yourselves. But to, do they have to send video? Everybody's got to send video. Everybody's 11 years old now, and they got to send you clips like Matthew sending me video clips of everything at 7 o'clock in the morning when I'm on the road. I don't Stop know, Mike. with the clips. I don't know. I think you have to make sure as a league to be responsible so that if this happens yeah. again, you can at least Phone say, call. we told you, we Phone told call. you not to do this. So, Phone call. I'm, you know, I think it's responsible. Yeah. All right, what's next? Michigan should feel blank about Connor Stallions reportedly attending its win over Alabama. So they should feel embarrassed is my word, but I'm going to amend it a little bit to slightly embarrassed because Michigan has no particular control over this unless Harbaugh bought the ticket and handed yeah. it to Stallions himself. He bought it. You know, which, which I wouldn't put past anybody. Look, Stallions is the guy that everyone assumes had the most to do with the sign stealing. And as a result, he resigned his position at Michigan during the controversy. This is the thing that Michigan has spent the last X amount of weeks and months trying to outrun, and now it is back in the news because he, you know, he showed up at the game. You know, my guess about this is you should be slightly embarrassed if you had nothing to do with it. But if you said to Connor Stallions, we'll give you a ride to the game on the team bus, well, that would be slightly worse, <laughs> it seems to me. I expect I him to be at the championship game, Mike, and yeah. I expect him to be the subject of at least 10,000 selfies. I do. Probably so, Tony, if people recognize him that aren't just part of Big Blue Nation. I'm on the same wavelength as you on this. I, I want to say shame, but I'm going to just diminish it a little bit and say some shame. A little shame. Some shame. That's yeah. all. Because, Tony, look, the, the, the face value... 
for those Rose Bowl tickets, I think it's like $350 for a good seat. I know because I bought a couple. So let's not go crazy. How many people in Big Blue Nation do we think would be perfectly happy, even thrilled to say to all of the people in their Big Blue Nation, I bought a ticket for your boy, Connor Stallions. Nobody would even <laughs> yes. know who he was if it's not for this pose. You know if he had a jersey on that said Scallions, we'd have no idea who he was. So they really should feel nothing. It's fine if he's there. As a matter of fact, again, if I was part of that whole thing, that army, yeah. I would make sure he was but there it, because it I figured he helped the up again. But it makes the stuff bubble up more and you're trying so to run away from cares? it. But yeah, but it's, it's not, you look, know. it's not the worst thing that ever happened. And it it's is, actually it really sort is. of funny. That's the final word. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Caitlin Clark knocks down a buzzer beater. Caitlin Clark, a killer. Rory McIlroy says he regrets some of his criticism of Saudi tour players. Guys who, you know, doesn't it sound like Rory McIlroy is trying to find a path he can walk comfortably? How about a path to the Saudi money? How about a path to a couple of hundred million dollars? How about that? I think he's got that already. No, you got We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 60th birthday, Cheryl Miller. Miller played college ball at USC, where she was a four-time All-America, a three-time National Player of the Year, and a two-time national champion. And both times, Miller was named the tournament's most outstanding player. Miller once scored 105 points in a high school game, and then she led the U.S. Olympic basketball team to a gold medal in 1984. The only reason Miller didn't dominate the WNBA is because the WNBA did not exist back then. Adding to her legend are the persistent stories of how she dominated her younger brother, Reggie, on their backyard hoop. Mike, for many years, you have said Cheryl Miller was the greatest female basketball player ever. And then I detected you yeah. were leaning towards Candace Parker. Well, Candace Parker is my, my favorite player, Chicago girl, my favorite oh. player. But, Tony, my Mount Rushmore of women's basketball includes Cheryl Miller, Diana Taurasi, Cheryl Swoops, and Nancy Lieberman. I think that's my Mount Rushmore with apologies to Candace and Tamika Catchings and Cynthia Cooper. I mean, but Cheryl Miller, Tony, people don't remember because there was no league. Cheryl Miller right. was so great, we'd be watching her now if she was playing now like we watch a certain player from Iowa we're going to get to in a second. Do you want to apologize as well to Long Island's own Sue Bird? You just left her yes. out of your long yes. list? Yes, yes, Sue Bird. Just, yes, just Sue sure. Bird is a great, great, great. 
There's so many great players to choose from, but I'm going to go with those. It's hard to do Mount Rushmore. I'll probably get myself into trouble. We can only hope. Happy anniversary, Jeff Malone. On this day 40 years ago, with the Washington Bullets trailing Detroit by two and just seconds left in the game, the rookie guard tracked down Darren Day's frantic pass and launched an arcing three-pointer that caught nothing but net for an improbable win. Malone was the 10th overall pick out of Mississippi State. Played 14 years in the league, made two all-star teams, averaged 24.3 points per game in his last year in Washington. Washington was a solid playoff team then, making the playoffs that year and for five straight years. They had the Beef Brothers, Jeff Rulin and Rick Mahorn. Washington isn't a playoff team now, not at six and 26, kids. You know, I've seen that clip so many times. I I don't know anymore whether it's just a clip I'm familiar with or whether I was at that game. Seems I was at that game. Jeff Malone now, Tony, who played, I think, with Moses Malone at least for a minute on those teams that would lose to Detroit in great playoff series. Jeff Malone, I'm told, just taking people's money on the golf course. That's what I hear. Is that right? You know, I got Rex Chapman would know. I asked Rex Chapman to confirm that story about Jeff Malone. This is so fantastic. The name dropping that goes on in this show. I have people that text me. They say, look who Wilbon named in this show. It's wonderful. Don't stop. Keep up. Happy trails to Michigan State at the buzzer. Caitlin Clark saved her best for last. She hit a buzzer-beating three from the edge of the Iowa logo to beat Michigan State last night, 76-73. Clark did not shoot particularly well. She made 14 out of a career-high 34 shots. Mm. She missed her first six shots of the second half, but she nailed the money ball. Here's a quote. We practice these plays every single day, Clark said. She finished with 40 points. That's the 10th time in her career. She's gone for 40 or more. That's the most of any D1 player in the last 25 years. And it was the fourth straight game that Clark has dropped 35 or more. She leads the nation at 31.5 points a game, Mike. She's amazing. Tony, maybe in 10 years, she will make me reconsider my Mount Rushmore. It takes some time. you got to win at the professional level if you can. Tony, Caitlin Clark, what she's doing is amazing. And if I was going to drive from my place in Chicago to see an Iowa basketball team play, I'd drive to see the women, who I think are drawing about as many fans per game as the men in Iowa. But wouldn't you go and see – wouldn't you get in the car and ride with yeah. me to go see Caitlin Clark? Wouldn't that be worth absolutely. it? She's no, absolutely. She's fabulous to so watch. I wanna, so I don't – I am probably – Speaking stupidity here when I say this, but it's based on at least reasonable thought. I think she should apply for a graduate year and play again because the pay cut she's going to have to take to go to the WNBA compared with the NIL money. Mike, you're right. She fills that gym. I I mean, her money is worth it and must be fabulous and the WNBA and can't give Reese. her that kind of money. She and Angel yeah. Reese are must-see in person or on television. You want to see them play. And they got to take pay cuts next year. Big ones if they go to the league. No, yeah. I, it's not. Yeah. That's, uh, We're running out of start. show when we go to the big finish. Well, Embiid posted a triple-double in three quarters against your Bulls. How'd that taste? Tony, that's what is expected. I mean, he's making a bid to repeat as MVP. It's going to be tough. With Shea Gilgis Alexander and Anthony Edwards and Luca, and I, it, it's gonna be a hard road. And Joker. Connor McDavid had a goal and four assists, and the Oilers win over the Flyers. Did that impress you? He's got, listen to this, I got the numbers here. He's got 43 points in the 22 games since they fired That's the coach. A lot. Makes that He's move look tear. smart. Naomi Osaka yeah. 
lost to Karolina Pliskova in the second round at Brisbane. Your thoughts? It took three sets. Pliskova wins this tournament all the time. Osaka's going to be ready. I don't care about now, down under. What happens in the spring when it moves to Europe and the bigger tournaments there, we pay attention to. Rory McIlroy, your boy, told the Stick to Football podcast that he regretted being too judgmental of players who went to the Saudi tour. Is that significant? Rory McIlroy was out front for the PGA Tour. He was a spokesman, and they encouraged him to do it, and they stabbed him in the back. Jay Monahan stabbed him in the back. I think he's looking for steady ground now. You know, I think he's uncertain. Last one. Knicks host the Bulls tonight. You ready to take an L? As long as Chicago boy Jalen Brunson is leading the way for the Knicks, I got no beef with your Knickerbockers. None. They'll win in the Garden tonight. A lot of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your sports center. Why are we on ESPN 2?